Welcome back to a better produced, not 15 minutes. More well rounded. Hey, 17 minutes. Give us a little more credit. Buzzed words. We're back. We have gorilla tape. We have better sound quality. We've improved in every way. We have a laptop charger. Especially now because we can hear me clearly. That's how we've improved the most, I'd say, right? I could get behind that. (laughs) I'm getting a little echo, but I don't know what that's from. And we will figure that out. Probably the fact that we're in the basement. Could be that. I also Probably could just a big be reason. tweaking. It could just be a delay. It could be the laptop. The audio might not be perfect, but who cares? Getting better every We're day. We're here. Cheers as always. Let's talk about this. Well, you got tickets to the Tigers-Yankees game, and we got Tigers and Yankees on the docket. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just bought those today. I was just telling you before we got started here that I got very solid seats for 50 bucks a piece because, A, the Tigers are tigering, and, B... The Yankees ain't too hot right now. We're 49 and 42. Bums. And fourth in the AL East right now. It's it's not looking good, but uh, when we make this trade for Otani or Soto, it'll be a different story. But we'll get there. We'll get to that point. But yes, I bought tickets. I'll be going to see my guys closer to where I live and and where I am uh, over there in Detroit. So Comerica, it's a solid ballpark. It's not the best. It's not the worst. It's solid. It's a very solid ballpark. I also think I figured out why it's echoing. I think because the audio from QuickTime is picking up too. So I'm oh. getting it from Logic and from QuickTime. Okay. Could be wrong, but hopefully I'm right. Okay. Speaking of Tigers, though. Learning something new. Combined no-hitter. And mm-hmm. uh, my brother actually texted me about this. I wasn't paying attention to the game. Uh, 6.2 innings in. No runners on base from my recollection. 91 pitches. Why make the pull? I get it's a lot. He's a young guy, though. Well, I mean, him being a young guy could be precisely the reason they want to be careful. So, there, you know, there, there's that part of it. But at the same time, yeah, I mean, he's, he's young. I'm not sure how old he is. 25. Okay, so 25-year-old rookie as a pitcher. Yeah, he's okay. He's got a lot of miles left on him. Again, I don't know this guy's history, to, to be quite frank. I don't know his name. But I don't know if he has injury history, like, you know, things of that nature to where they feel like they need to be careful. I'm not sure what all the backstory stuff is. But – at face value for what it is, you get, okay, so he got pulled six innings and two-thirds into it, and he had just struck two people out, you said? Struck one out. Okay, so he uh, had. did he walk a person that inning? No, there's no one on base. Okay, so no one on base. He, got, he had two outs, 91 pitches. Why not at least let him finish the inning? Okay, so here's where I'm at with it. And, and I understand, you know, no hitters involved, and usually when those things – are happening, you make some exceptions. You make some exceptions because, you know, it's, you know, potential history, part of, you know, whatever. You're obviously pitching well if you have a no-hitter going. I think you had, what, three walks? Yeah. You know, so that, that's a very solid game. So I get that part of it. But what I – it is tough. I say let him finish the inning, depending on – and then you got to send him out at least for the seventh. You got to see how it's going. Now, if he starts walking a couple people, getting a couple people on, and then he's probably at least at or over 100 pitches at that point, then take him out. But when he's got two outs, nobody on, yes, 91 pitches is a lot for six and two-thirds. I, I will say that. So he was, it was a laboring yeah, process that he was sure. going through. Um, but again, um, still a no-hitter at the time. So, um, yeah, no, you, you, you got to let him finish the inning. 
you at least let him start the seventh, and depending on how that goes, it's kind of it's kind of touch and go from there. But yeah, yeah he, he needs to be walking out into the seventh inning. I was gonna say, would you point. let your ass get pulled? No, I mean at the major league level, you can yeah. be the most Fair. hard-headed dude in the world yeah, and get all mad that you know we've seen the best of the best get mad that they got pulled. Yeah. So you know we can we can sit here and say like, yeah, you know I wouldn't let that. Eh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you want a job? Homie tomorrow. probably said that at some point in his life too. So. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, you, you leave them in, you let them stay hot, you see how the seventh goes and go from there. But to get the combined no-hitters, it's still cool. I think it was, it's still cool. it, it was 20 or 24th in MLB history. Combined, For combined no-hitter? Yeah. Okay. Which, so that's the same, that's at least around the same amount as perfect games, which is kind of crazy. Well, that's what, <clears throat> I was talking a couple people about this. I feel like a combined, not that it's harder, obviously, but it's... It's still it, hard. It's impressive it's hard. because you got different guys coming in that throw different pitches, different mm-hmm. styles, and then they kept it going, and that was a big win. He's a good rookie, though. He's three and one. What we are, a yeah, seems to be young kid. A solid start, yeah. So I mean, maybe he'll be the future of the Tigers. Maybe bright future. Maybe probably not. Not as bright as the Red Wings. Steve no, Biden. he could he could do oh. great, but he's just going to turn into a trade deadline guy because it's Detroit. So okay, you know, non-competitive sell. That, when is that? That's what trade deadlines look for. What, look like for the Tigers these days. Speaking of deadline, when is the deadline? It's in a few weeks. I'm not exactly sure when it is, but I think it's like end of July, early August. It's it, it's not long after the All Star break, so strategic. People got to start making moves. Strategic with the Yankees today. I noticed that. Mm-hmm. Is it because you think you might get Otani? It okay. I mean, so Buster only was saying today that you know Yankees, Yankees, Yankees seems to be the headline, but it, it sounds like they are going to be in top contention to at least make a trade offer for him. But are we going to be surprised if the Yankees make a move like this? Are we? I mean, it's the evil umpire at the end of the day. I mean, that that's that's the roots of this. So they're going to do what they got to do to go get a guy like that. And and uh-huh. like I was saying earlier. I think it's either him or Soto. The Padres experiment is not going as, as they planned. They got, a, they got a lineup full of absolute dogs, and they're not winning. At, like, it's not going well at all. Like, you thought that, you, that roster yeah. on paper is nuts. You know, you put that on a video game. If you lose, you're just not good at that game, right? Like, so that's the kind of lineup they have. It's not working out, though. So it's like, okay, maybe you get some value for Soto, get one big contract off, still have a bunch of studs, and get a bunch of young potential for it. What do you, you think is more likely? At this – I mean, yesterday I would have said Soto. After hearing the reports today, I really don't know. I who, really who don't. Who are you I sending really for Otani if this trade does happen? You have to give up a lot. Oh, a lot, a lot of prospects. I mean, we're looking at, you know, like a Jason Dominguez um, – Oswaldo, like, you know, a couple other guys. Like, we have a lot of good prospects that are, like, right yeah. there and ready, you know, waiting for their turn. I guarantee pretty much all of them will be gone. And, and they're good ones. I mean, we, we, have, we have a solid farm system and, you know, guys that are this close to being on the show and potentially producing. So, you know, Volpe's not going anywhere. He's really starting to find his rhythm, too. So we're not, you know, we're not even entertaining the idea of swapping him out for, you know, somebody else, a younger person, whatever, you know, somebody in AAA waiting their turn. You know, he, he's found his way. He's going to be on that lineup for the rest of the year. So what? Well, we'll see. We'll see. I really don't know at this point. Outside, after the reports outside today. of just the Yankees, let Soto Otani, how likely is it that they are? Would they're 
original teams after the deadline. Hmm. Is that still a big possibility? I think I don't. Th- I, I, they're definitely not both staying. And I'm saying the more likely of the two to leave at this point, I think would be Otani. I, I, I think it would be. How pumped would you be if he comes to the The Yankees? season changes instantly. You got the two because best, imagine two you make a players. trade for that guy, you get everybody excited. That's a morale move on top of just an absolute superstar added to the, to the roster move. Guys get excited when they get that trade alert you know, in the clubhouse. Fans get excited. Yeah. Then you have Judge come back. I said he's on his way back. He's on and his it, way back. He should be close. I'm hoping in the next couple weeks. And but we, we talk about no one knows in sports all the time about getting hot at the right time. It's obviously, baseball. That's what it's about. Obviously, it's been an up and down season for you guys, but with Judge coming back in the near future, not honestly the worst that it's been like that. If that trade goes through for either of those guys, huge Otani, obviously probably the favorite for who you would prefer. But I would gladly take both, but yeah, I mean, gun to my head, I'm, I'm, I gotta you take think Otani because you, you think you would get both. He's a, he's a Cy Young kind of pitcher. Hold on, is there a possibility that bombs. you get both of them? Possibility with the Yankees, absolutely. Do I think that happens? No. How nuts would that? Is be? it a possibility? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm no expert of the I feel, front office. I feel, I say, I feel that trade gets done for both those in the same day. I won't see you in the office. <laughs> uh, you might never see me again. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving to New York. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going to the East Coast, and I'm staying there, and I'm watching every minute does, of that. Does just an Otani trade automatically make the Yankees the yes. number one contender? Yes, because you know, as much as I'm a big Judge advocate, obviously, and like the fact that you know he deservingly won MVP over Otani last year, you. Otani makes a hell of an argument. I'm not saying it wasn't close, but a Judge had a historic season. A historic season. Now, Otani's walking his way to an MVP this year. I don't think that's even a question, man. Like, it's, it's, it's damn near over already as far as He's AL MVP. He's stupid good. It's, it's crazy. He's stupid good. It's crazy. So he, he's walking his way to that, um, and Acuna might be walking his way to the National League. Yeah. He's balling too. So, you know, it, it's kind of crazy how clear-cut it seems to be, at least right now, barring injury and all that. You know, it's baseball. Still, yeah, still a lot Who of time knows? Um, you're not, you, know, you know, hopefully he stays healthy because it's good for the game when he's in. He's the real, like, Babe Ruth. Like, hopefully, you know, he continues <laughs> this. And, you know, people will talk about Otani like they do Babe Ruth and, 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 and actually deserving so. You know what I mean? I knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, if you listen to the one previous that's the real, this, like, you know. in the hardest era to play baseball, he's, yeah. wow, effortlessly, effortlessly doing his thing. No, I think, speaking of, why is the All-Star game, lowest viewership, second year in a row, 7.1 million viewers, why is the All-Star game You know what's crazy flopping? about that? I didn't even watch it this year. I didn't watch the Home Run Derby. Like, I normally am a guy who watches both the Home Run Derby and the All-Star game the night after. It's just usually something that I do, even when I'm out of town. I've been in plenty of hotel rooms watching it out of town. Like, even when I'm, you know, um, home run derby, I was playing basketball for a few hours after work, so whatever. Didn't watch it. Got the run down after. But even the next night, I don't even remember what I was doing, but I didn't have the All-Star game on. I, I, as a baseball fan, it was a fluke probably on my end of it, but why, why it is historically low I don't know. I I, I I used to love watching the All-Star game tough. as a kid. Yeah. Well, I feel like the All-Star game also used to be better. 
Um, even from a jersey standpoint, I don't yeah, like those. No. Let them wear their jerseys with an all-star edition hat and yep. call it good. Let them pick whatever jersey they want to wear of their team to represent their team, have an all-star edition hat, I feel that on the NBA too with the jersey side of it. Those jerseys yeah, in the early the 2010s were fresh, and now they just—I don't love the black. Speaking and white. of ruining jerseys, I don't know if you saw this, and I don't know how many teams are doing this. The Yankees uh, have oh, some insurance company, yeah, uh, sponsored uh, well, with, Meyer, the, with the jerseys now, and I don't know how I feel. About Myers that. on the Tigers. Well, okay, okay, and they're like, those are. I, I Traditionally, I don't, fans are disgusted. I, yeah, I was going to say, I don't disgusted. know if I love it. Myers on the back of the Red Wings helmet. I mean, you've seen the NBA jerseys now. I, I don't love the advertising. I'm all for advertising. I know. I'm all for it, but I mean. Obviously, we work in that. But. It, correct. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, we got to be all for that, you know, locally and nationally. But it, I don't know, man. Like, you know, it just, there's some things you can't do it with. I mean. And it, I mean, the Yankees are such a marketable franchise. That shocked me. To There's see a the lot Yankees of marketable franchises in the league, but the Yankees are the damn Yankees. Because they don't change their. So we don't need to do things like that. You know what I mean? But they say if Hal was around, he'd be turned. You know, well, he'd probably turn in his grave. But if he was around, that wouldn't even be a thought. Absolutely. No, I I do find it interesting the All Star Game dwindling as much as it is. I I mean, you see it with all sports, to be honest. How did the home run derby do? Do you know that? As Bad. far as viewership on Home Run Derby? Same with the All-Star Game. It's, worst ever. It did, well, I mean, think of all the stars there are in baseball. I don't think like... of who wasn't in the Home Run Derby. I mean, there were, so, there were very good players in it. Don't yeah. get me wrong. It's cool to see Vlad Jr., only father-son, do whatever win it. Right, yeah. But, cool thing, but like, it's not, like, not going to sell. No. It's I, not going to sell. And I don't like not how they well. change the format of it so often. I, I think you've got to keep it the same... What it's been for history. I mean, I like keeping it open to suggestion, and that's basically what they're doing. They're taking like fan opinion and player opinion and all that type of stuff. I and I, I I like the fact that they're doing that and they make that part of the process. But it's like, okay, how many years do we need to get it right? All the best the way? home run derby ever is on MVP Baseball 2004. <laughs> you got Pujols on the cover, and it's the fastest to hit in distance a mile. Oh, I yeah. do remember that. Yeah, you just unlocked a memory for sure. Because mm-hmm. at first I was like, okay, I don't remember. As soon as you just said that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's the only reason I know how long that is. That would be interesting. If it's just a matter of Distance. like swings to get the amount of feet, that would be interesting. Yeah, you might be onto something with that. That was, oh, MVP Baseball was a great game before the show started coming up. Oh, yeah. Oh, Have yeah. you played the new show? No, I mean... Outside of maybe a few little franchise games that so you've, you know, pl- you've dealt brother... with the new fielding on it. No, because we only did offense, so oh. I haven't run any kind of season. Yeah, or, the new or fielding like meters that. been throwing people off quite really? a bit. Really, it's like because you remember the old pitching meters that was like had the blue and there was that small little green sliver you had to get it into. Yeah, that's what fielding is now too. Oh, but it's okay. like a two-click thing. It's interesting. Hmm. Makes it a lot harder. It's a little adjustment period. See but... the way I operate and the way I am. Video games for me are probably just aren't a great idea. <laughs> I get so fucking mad at that. Like, you know, I, I you know there are times where I can yeah just play and chill and do my thing, but like for the most part, it, I'm I'm getting worked up. Oh, here he up. comes. Uh-oh. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? This guy. What's up, buddy? Oh, All right. and here we are. Easy there, guy. I'm just going to take care of this. 
Well, you're gone. I'll talk about the UFC because that's more my topic. <laughs> UFC 290 was this past weekend. And for those of you that... Well, Ace wants to be a part of this too, I guess. See, now he feels guilty. You can't hide, dude. Because you're going to take my mic again. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. And I don't trust do you. Come here. We're going to lift this up. you got to love the dog interactions we have on the show. Come here. It's fantastic. Anyway, right, we're taking them UFC 290 we're taking them this Saturday. Big UFC fan. Been a big UFC fan for a while. He doesn't want to say bye. <laughs> he looks <All> so right. <laughs> guilty. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll be back. I've been watching UFC for a long time. Big UFC fan. 290 was, in my opinion, Jackass. one of, if not one of the better cards I've seen in a long time. Uh, Got to see Robbie Lawler get a 38-second knockout in his last fight. I mean, man, Robbie Lawler has been fighting forever. And I'm, he's one of my favorite fighters of all time, so that was sweet to win. Volk retained his belt. Moreno, big upset there. Look at this, coming in boxing. Big upset there. Uh, overall, I did good on my betting that day. I, I hit three of my parlays. I only got one thing wrong. So I was pretty pumped about that. And it, it put the UFC back in a good spot. I think with the John Jones-Stipe fight coming up, I, there's a couple other big fights. I mean, the ultimate fighter's halfway through its season right now. McGregor's team's about to get swept first time in 30 years of the show. Not looking like he's going to fight Seen Chandler. some clips from that, at least. And it, yeah, just the appeal. It, he just doesn't seem to this care. This will be the last time prospects versus seem like veterans cares. ever happens. I thought it was a bad idea from the start. Still think it's a bad idea. I think. I mean, the concept of it isn't bad, but I mean, you're seeing the product you're getting. But they split but is, it. Is it because Connor doesn't care? He, if you watch it, he actually is not as distant as people make it sound. He is in there training with them. He is bringing. His, he did bring his coaches in. I think. The problem is, is he has all the prospects. Chandler has all the veterans. Mm -hmm. They needed to split that up because yeah. it, it's just so dominant. And then you, you get some of the, you would eventually get some of those prospects that would eventually go to. It them, wasn't purposely the like they, it. It wasn't like no, they drafted them. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so yeah, it wasn't purposely like a veterans no. versus rookies type of situation. That's just how they pick. So. And now, and now Chandler and McGregor. So if you aren't a fan or don't ever know what the Ultimate Fighter show is at um, the end see, I'm, see the reason why he was talking this alone is because i'm very casual i don't know shit about the <laughs> ufc just very casually i'll you, you throw in a thing you every can, now and you then. know what conversationally though a little bit again very surface level though you get to talking about people who aren't like you know like marquee guys and then i'm just like okay i don't know much but but you at I least know, know the ultimate fighting show the two coaches fight at the end of the show it's happened for the all of the seasons there's ever been in existence it's not looking like they're, they they did a poll of a bunch of guys in the UFC about whether Chandler should wait it out or take another fight, and it's split. Yeah, that's wild, too. That I mean, I imagine that show goes way down now that they people don't think they're going to fight, right? Yeah, every episode since that announcement's been sinking because, so if you live under a rock and don't know who Conor McGregor is, he's a, the biggest name in UFC, he has not been a part of the UFDA for a while. You have to be for six months before you can fight. He missed the date because they were set to fight in December. He missed the date for that. He's not going to be in that now. And the problem with that is, if you haven't seen what he looks like lately, dude's clearly juicing, went up four, three, four late classes already, 
Put on 30 pounds since his injury. Looks like he's juicing. Yeah, just, he, he looks like a different person. He, yeah, I know he, that much. I've seen looks, dude lately. I'm like, his head not, got a little bigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. Figuratively body, and He just literally. got thicker. He just got more dense. Like yeah, he, yeah. And I won't fully believe that if he doesn't do this, his legacy is tarnished to an extent. I mean, I what's he going to do now, though? I mean, at this point. If he doesn't fight Chandler, I don't think he gets another fight. I think because it's Dana's boy, Ben Dana's boy, since he's gone up the ranks. I think Dana's losing patience with him, with other guys getting bigger and the UFC as a whole just kind of glowing up. Because, I mean, you got guys like Logan Paul, right. has this prime company. He just signed Vulcan Izzy. I think Izzy's a bigger star than McGregor is right now. John Jones is a bigger star than McGregor right now, now that he's back. Oh, John, yeah, Jones for sure. I mean, Izzy's definitely up there, I feel like. But at least, again, to a casual, I still feel like Connor holds that weight, though. And just just based off the name almost at but, this point. I mean, it's been a rough handful of years for him as far as he's performances won, he go. Won but a single if he fight. does something, people watch, though. Since still. he boxed Floyd, he's won a single fight. And this is a thing. Right, if right. he doesn't fight Chandler and takes another fight, it's going to be some bum opponent. Because he's not in the rankings anymore. Yeah. He's been out too yeah. long, and no one knows what weight he's even going to fight at. You can't put him in the rankings. He's an unranked fighter. He can't fight for a belt right now. Yeah. Chandler's getting up there ready. To, Chandler's ready to retire is the thing. He wants one more fight Was to go out on. I think he's 39. Okay. I could All be right. wrong on that. I know he's upper 30s, okay. close to 40. So, yeah. If, he, yeah, if McGregor been... dodges this fight, if I'm Chandler, I don't bank on it. If I'm... If I were to be a... I am a betting man. Fuck it. Um, <laughs> right. Don't say if I am, because motherfucker, you I, are. Uh, I, I'd say this fight doesn't happen. As of now, I, I don't see it happening. He's... The signs seem to point that way for... Again, I mean, I, I'm, that's just me kind of scrolling through stuff, and it seems like, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like this is happening. Which is... Hope it does, but... I, I just, it doesn't look like The it last is. McGregor we've seen is not... The one of old. He doesn't have anything to fight for, which you see a lot of times with these guys who grew up below the poverty line, worked their way to make the life for themselves and their family. Once they got it all, what's the point to train? And that's what uh, Robbie Lawler, who I was talking about earlier, he retired. I mean, he... He has been fighting since, I think, 2002. Yeah. He has been yeah, fighting yeah. for that, That's a long ever. time, man. Yeah. That's like a he, long time just Easy fighting. Hall of Famer and... But the thing he said, which is he's like, I knew it was time to hang it up. He's like, if I didn't have a fight scheduled, I didn't want to train. It wasn't fun to me anymore. He's like, if I had a fight, right. I was fine being in camp. That's something to get up for. But yeah. I, he was like, if I, there was no fight scheduled for me, I didn't want to go to the gym. I didn't want to do these workouts. And that's a, a guy that stepped away at the right time. Right. He lost a couple of fights. He, he's been about 500 in the last couple of years. Great to see him going out on a 38-second knockout. Disgusting uppercut. Mm. And you like to see a guy go out on top like that. Like he's still in a because that yeah that's ideally the way you want to go out. You don't want to go yeah. out limping or you know getting knocked out a bunch at the end. Yeah. And, and he just... fought a he fought a, a dude who's young and going up the ranks. So I mean, it was a good guy to put down. To walk out with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It it was. And then now, which another thing we've been. I don't know if you if you don't know anything about combat sports, you might not know either of these names or know this is happening. Maybe I don't. You do. Let's find out together. <laughs> Francis Ngannou, former UFC heavyweight champion. I do know that. Uh, I have my own opinions. I'll get into in a second about him. Uh, he left his UFC contract, was bitching about money. Shock. 
Everyone does that. Mm-hmm. And uh, wanted to get into boxing. He is now boxing the current WBA and WBO, I believe, heavyweight champion. He's a two of the three major belts in boxing champion for heavyweight Tyson Fury. They've Some agreed. think he's the best to ever do it, right? They, I mean, yeah. Some? It, it, it definitely people say that. I've heard it. I know that much. And uh, they're set to fight November 28th. I believe that's the date. Uh, my personal opinion, I think Ngannou's going to get his ass beat. He has the hardest punch on record. That's great. Being a hard puncher in boxing. If it's not strategic or technical. Yeah. And that's, that's in that what, kind of way, yeah. We've seen it happen so many times. It's not that UFC guys are bad fighters. It's not that. Boxing's a different beast. We've seen Jake Paul put the work on some UFC guys. I honestly think he beats Diaz. I think it'll be, be the probably the. I hope he doesn't. I can't lie. I hope he doesn't I hope, either. I hope Nate pieces his ass. I up. hope he does That's too. That's what I hope. But I mean, the more he does, Jake's a good fighter. I, as much as he's we a don't solid fighter. But again, it, the first boxer he saw, we saw what happened there. It wasn't super Diaz impressive. Diaz ain't a boxer though. I, that was yeah, his. but that's also the best part of his game in True, a professional 100%. fighting career. That so and his endurance. There's that. I here's the thing. If I was betting, I'd probably say Jake wins. I just hope he doesn't. I hope I, Nate I'm right there with you. I I will say after like I don't know if you saw him on Pat McAfee with Diaz and like I don't. I'm not gonna sit here and say I love him, but I definitely have a way deeper respect for Jake. Like dude works his ass off. And I gotta respect. He seems that. to take it seriously. He ta- I'll, yeah. I'll give him that much credit. And, yeah. he, and he's a hell of a marketer, hell yeah. of a marketer. Yeah, he yeah, knows yeah. how to sell a the fight. The platform him and his brother created. You know, they, he kind of hopped on early, but you know, kind of he made his own brand for sure. I'll give him that. Credit. Yeah. But um, back to but the yeah, no hell of a platform. The Ngannou stuff. This is my beef with Francis Ngannou. Hardest punch. An incredible fighter, was dominating in the UFC. I could be 100% wrong on this. I don't care. This is just my belief. If you disagree with me, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> no. But I think the contract disputes he started to have, he was getting them being one of the highest paid in the UFC, which for all they want to bitch about, it's really you make a living. Even the lowest of the low can make a living if you're consistently fighting. And it's all about those, profit share, though. Yeah. Keep that in mind. Still. but it, those, it's, it's, it's revenue... You know, and, and then it's like you're the, the fighter's actual share, and they are the product. So I'll never be mad at a group of athletes fighting for their share, though, at the end of never, the day. Never, never. At the end of the day. But it's all about percentages. I man. really do believe he left at the perfect time because he heard John Jones is coming back, and he doesn't want that fight. It is easy to what, – what, what, what event did they meet up at? Wasn't it Jones's fight? Or was it... No, no, no. They were both in the crowd. And then they had like a viral video of them kind of like, oh, you know, know, talking about potentially fighting. It must have been. It was probably... Why why one took so long before he left and blah, blah, blah. You know, they had a conversation. I don't remember what event it was at. I think it had to be a UFC fight. Probably. Probably early in the year, but... It was probably... Well, it might have just been the the one from the uh, that last like big weekend there was. It might have been there. I don't know. It, it was within the last couple weeks. But I think Francis is ducking him. That's my personal opinion. Could be wrong, but I think that's that, the that'd case. That'd be a hell of a fight, though. Yeah. That'd be a hell of a fight. Francis, people say he can't wrestle. He's not the worst wrestler. He's obviously not John Jones level, but not really anyone else is. But I, I think Tyson works him up. I think he probably plays with him for a little bit, puts on a show. Not a guy you want to really do that with. 
because they uh, recorded his punch, Francis Ngannou, hardest punch ever recorded, and it's the equivalent of a, a Ford Escort hitting you at full speed, <laughs> which is just that's wild. Death. That's wild. So like, <laughs> but, so do you think he has a a puncher's chance then? Do you think he has any chance? Obviously, yeah. I'm never gonna say someone doesn't have a chance to fight to fight. But but his first boxing match ever. So I mean, I don't think a lot of people would call you crazy if you sat up here and said that Fury's just gonna piece his ass up. I would say I would. There's a good. I mean, I'll have to see what the odds come out at because I'm not really trying to put a lot of money on some weak odds. Right. But, yeah. 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 I mean, they're but, always gonna make it interesting, especially for an exhibition kind of kind of fight like that. You know. I think Francis gasses out by. Five or six, and then Tyson you think puts it him goes down. That, you think he goes that far? Tyson will play do you think a little Ty- bit. I was just going to say, do you think for the sake of entertainment yep. value, Tyson kind of pulls a A lot of times, like you see Floyd do it. He doesn't want to knock those exhibition well, these fighters days, out. yes. Not, not, not back in the day, but these days, absolutely. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of times, too, like the first couple of rounds are feeling each other out, especially Tyson being that much of a skill level above him. Right. He knows right. he can play with him for a little bit. But does he maybe want to prove a point? Because there's been a lot of shit talk. Because either way, people paid for the pay per view. It doesn't matter. Once you pay for it and watch, bing! Like, you know, it it really doesn't matter what happens. And I think people will be just as amazed to see someone that big, that powerful. And then it's like, wow, you really start to think of the real gap and at least the boxing aspect of fighting when it becomes between an actual boxer. And just you know, a very good puncher in a whole different kind of fighting sport. It's it could go. It's kind of nuts. For casuals like me, we love this shit. Yeah, it could go either way. I think he plays with it for a little bit, just to especially. I can though, see he, that. It's though. not going to yeah, be a first. Maybe, you know, maybe you don't rounds. really see him boxing first round knockouts a whole lot, outside of like amateur stuff, just because true pros don't throw much in the first round. It's a right. feel each other route. What's your strategy? But does he come out? I, I don't know. Like, does he come out with just that point to prove? I think in Ghana, or it's just like he doesn't even want people to think that he's that, even in the same world as him. So he just ends it like. You know, that he kind might, of thing. But Tyson's kind of a showman. I, I think Ngannou takes that route. That's why I'm thinking between four to six rounds, he's going to gas himself out. We've seen it in the UFC. He gets tired. He's going to throw to him. And when you're, that's the thing. When you're that big of a power puncher, it takes a lot to throw your punches. And when you miss him, that's a lot of energy wasted. I can imagine, yeah. And I, I think he's going to come swinging and gas himself out. Tyson's going to piece him up, probably knock out in six rounds. You think he's going to go that far, huh? That's my prediction. And if I'm right, All right. I'm a genius. <laughs> and if not, I'm still a genius. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> On you a different say. level. But look at us. I have reached some down, UFC talk. I have reached down three times for this glass that is still not there. I know, right? We I gotta, just fan really, drink. We really got to just make we got to just make another one. Now that it's not 17 minutes. <laughs> While you do that, I'll t- let's. I'll get into some Wembley stuff. Get that rolling. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, you can Victor, I don't even know if I'm, I don't want to try. Wembley. Wemby. Wembley. We're going to call him Just Wembley. go by the nicknames. Good old Vic Wembley. So, first off, he's got to apologize to Britney Spears. I don't I haven't. I've, Did he or no? I don't know. All I've seen is, well, Pat McAfee told me he had to at the ESPYs. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a thing. <laughs> LeBron's not retiring too. We could talk about the ESPYs another time. I didn't really pay much of attention to that. I, I think didn't that watch was it either. Last night, two nights ago. Was it last night? I think it was last night. Might have been last night. We'll cover that at a different point. But um, yeah, if you don't know, Victor, the security guard uh, pushed Britney Spears. When I saw that that headline on like, because I saw it on Twitter, like I see everything else on Twitter, 
And I saw that, and I thought that was straight just troll posts. I did, too. I was like, why the hell are they in the same spot together? But sure (laughs) enough, they were. And no, I... I, Two completely different worlds. Like, what? But the thing that... If you don't fall basketball, or if you do, obviously you know this is the one of the biggest names right now because of the draft. He was number one overall pick. People are saying he's been the best prospect since LeBron, which, which they nuts. say every year about people. But not that, not to that extent. That true. was a bit excessive. What they did. True. Straight up, that was excessive. I agree. And uh, his first summer league right. game looked terrible. His I, second summer league game. He even said he didn't know what he was doing. He yeah. said that. He's like, I had no clue what I was doing out there. His second summer league game, he balled out, and then they, they pulled him from the summer league. Gracias. Pulled him from the summer league, and uh, now he's saying that the NBA is not as physical, which we were talking earlier. We don't know what does he mean because of the calls. or If he means physicality, yeah, I mean, if, if he If he's going by the way games are called, I mean, no. The NBA is pretty ticky-tacky. I mean, no hand-checking. Yeah. It's, it's built for offense. It truly is. If he's talking about the athleticism and physicality in the NBA versus it, then then no. I mean he's he's on some some other shit with that one. But no, I mean if he's if he's talking about the way an NBA game is called as opposed to you know Europe, then 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 yeah. maybe yeah. It's it's a pretty touchy game. It, it it really is. I mean how many how many plays do we see that are just blatantly yeah. not or is a foul? It's just it's so ticky tacky. Yeah, which makes yeah. it hard to watch these days. It, but it, it, it kind of does. All in all, I love playoff NBA and, and and all that, but I'm very it's it's few and far between during the regular season. So maybe he is that guy and he can get away with saying all this. I think he's got to be careful though. You're putting a big target on your back. Oh, for sure. He's been talking a lot. And for sure, no, I mean he's he's fresh meat in the NBA. So yeah. guys hear that and they're like, oh, okay, let us catch you up to speed because the NBA is not the summer league. Mm-mm. <laughs> You know, you got that's the first step, and you gotta, you get, you know, you really gotta start to find yourself a little bit, but it still is not the NBA floor. It's just, it's just simply not. So, yeah, you start saying stuff like this, expect guys to just come at you, and it's going to happen every single night. They don't even care about if you, if you win or lose almost. They just wanna make, they wanna put you on the opposite end of a highlight and show why it's not what you, thought it was or or whatever so no i yeah it's which i never thought i'd say this but i am kind of excited for the nba season now just to see how he does and see how guys handle him yeah because i think there's some dudes in this no, i think he'll be very good but just the 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 prospect part of this the build-up part of all this and trying to compare it to the lebron hype it's not the same no it's really truly not it's not no. the same thing and LeBron came in and performed right away. Yeah. Touched an NBA floor at 18, barely 18. Which is crazy. So, and he was, you know, killing motherfuckers on yeah. the court that young. Yeah, which is That young. Crazy. So, do I think Victor does all that? Absolutely not. No. But, you know, Brown was called the chosen one at 16, sophomore in high school. It's not the same. No. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. But we got to rope this back to how... Uh, <laughs> Him and Britney Spears end up in the same headline. Like we, like, do we know what this event was? That sounds like a like a the Onion post. That's what that it sounds like. Sound that like sounds like a post. very Onionish post. That does sound That's like the first thing I thought when post. I saw that. I'm like, does the Onion have a Twitter too? <laughs> they do. Bro. Uh, do they? Yeah. They well, it makes do. sense. They probably do. And I thought that was one of those kind of posts. And uh, 
It was not. <laughs> I, I I haven't even seen the video that everyone sees. It it doesn't sound like it was nearly as flagrant. No, it was as it she was made a, it. Seem. It was a good push. Like it was a definitely a physical push. Was it necessary? Um, it's Britney Spears, and a seven. She footer. got really close to him, but like innocently, and, she wanted a picture, right? Is that what so, I've heard? Yeah, yeah, a picture yeah. or or a or a signature or I something. I think it was autograph. one of those. The the problem with what happened is I think she came up behind him, mm. and so I think security, natural instinct, just saw someone running yeah. up. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, okay. Still, I like I, yeah, like you said, I saw the headline. I'm like, this has got to be fake. Yeah, no. Why, I, I why are they in the sure same building at the same time? Why does she know who she he is? I guess she 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 watches ESPN. She's a, she's she's, a hoops she's fan. tuned in. I mean, she's yeah, a hoops I mean, fan. You know it. It's a it's a it's a player from Europe with that much hype and 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 anticipation. Like yeah, I guess you know. Why not? Even if you have you know if you have cable, you you know at this point. But I'm I'm excited for this next thing. We we've, we've done the the draft, the snake draft. I get first pick this time. Well, what what are we doing? I've, we talked about this earlier. It's we're doing sports moments. Ooh. So the way we preface this, like. It's going to be our personal big sports moments, which in turn a lot of times will likely be a big sports moment overall. Mm-hmm. Going back and forth on the picks here. Yep. Uh, five picks a person. My first pick, I have to go with this. It's a, it's a different list between personal and greatest big yeah. sports moments and actual like kind of general consensus. So, yeah, we, we did go over that. But there um, will be some bias, but big moments in general. My first pick, I'm going kick six, Iron Bowl. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. That was I was watching that with my buddy who's a huge Alabama fan, and me and my brother taunting him the entire game because okay. the Bama's got the roll tide. Yeah, yeah. We were saying like War e- not War Eagle because that's what Auburn says. We yeah. were saying something yeah. Growl Tiger. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then Bama goes to kick that field goal. <laughs> yeah. Are we going by sports moments or games? Is it I, moments I mean, or a, games? A game could be a moment. I guess a moment could make a game for sure. So okay, in that case, it does. I mean, in that I would, moment, well, I was taking game. just that kick six part of the game, I guess. For sure, but I mean, it it's made up that, to your own interpretation. Made that game, okay, all right, that's good. No, just yeah, just big moments in general. Okay, that opens it up a bit. I mean, if we're going draft and to see who picks better moments, I'm 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 gonna beat you in the first one. How? <laughs> He's getting close to like this one. <laughs> Kyrie over Steph to win Game Seven against the Warriors in a three-one comeback. That was an all right play. <laughs> no, that's fair. That's fair. That's, that's a, a good one. If we're going by significance and we're drafting, yeah, we're going yeah, for better yeah. here. That's well, actually significant. That's that, so that far. That kick gone. six was a part of an Auburn miraculous season, which led them to the national championship. Well, that's great with a corner playing quarterback. But no, history was made with that shot. History was made. History with that was return. solidified. With what do you that think? Shot, the, I'll say I, I there was would, a lot that led I up would, to that, but it was solidified bet, right I then would, and there. I would bet that's one of the most watched college football moments. Which leads me to my pick number two: Vince Young Rose Bowl. That's a big one. That's a big one. That is a good one. That's if that's one and two probably most watched clips of all time for college football. That is a good one. See, I'm going pure moment here. That was a pure moment. No, no, no. That yeah, no, that's great. Well, they won the game too. So I mean, his. His performance won the game. How how was yours? Well, that's good. No, that's that? good. I'm not I'm not fighting that one. I'm not fighting that one. But I'm going more individual moment here is where I'm going with it. Fit, 
Okay, continue. I'm not saying yours I wasn't, don't get what's but different I'm saying about like I don't get this, what's different. this had no significance to whether the game was won or lost, is what I'm saying. The Kyrie one did? I know, I'm saying oh, this your one next isn't. pick. Yeah, okay. No, okay. Yeah, this one okay. is. I'm going Derek Jeter, 3,000th hit, home run. That's sweet. As far as an individual moment, that, that, was, that was a say, cool. You could honestly take that, that was or a cool his, moment. I'm pretty sure the double. Yankees won that game. I, remember, I was playing travel baseball, watching that at the hotel. I remember that day. Um, but I don't remember if we won or lost that game. But again, does it matter after what I said? No. Derek no. Jeter hit a bomb to get a, his 3,000th hit. So, yeah, as far as individual moments, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with that at two. That's fair. And I, you could honestly, there's a lot of Jeter moments. His last hit ever, a walk-off. Right. You could go that, that road with it, too. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, man. I already got my next one in mind, which I, is going to be better a, than whatever you say. I, oh, God, of course you say that. <laughs> <sighs> Just say it already so I can beat yours. Well, <laughs> every time. <laughs> I'm trying to, man. There's a lot. There's a lot. I have. I still have three picks left, so I'll, I'll use this one. I'm, I got to go. Marshawn Lynch beats Quake. Historic moment. Registering an earthquake. That in the video, stadium. that footage, that highlight will be played forever. Ever, yeah. Still so, to this day, I'm not mad at that at all. Yeah, no, that that, that dude just he did was not different, go man. Down. No, he was so different. It's crazy. He was so different. Yeah, no, that that will be yeah forever played, forever remembered. Hundred percent there with you. I would say now now I'm going to go more like team team related accomplishment sports moment. Okay. This is my third one. So um I got to go Ohio State. Here we go. First year of the playoff. Uh, I knew this was coming. Third string quarterback. This was coming. Won the biggest games we needed to win. Yep. Zeke went absolutely crazy. I mean, we're talking almost 700 yards in three games. He had a better career than some dudes had in their whole career in three games. That's honestly facts, though. (laughs) In three games. Against the best competition in the biggest games of his life, maybe. No, he was... Outside of NFL, obviously. But, like, up to that point, the biggest games of his absolute life ran all over everybody. You know... Four seed. Everyone said we shouldn't have got in. Got in and ran it. Ran the Bamas down. He loves to, does love to talk, bring this up. Ran all the time. them down. No, and then we got is, Oregon in the big one. To speak and, on oh my the, God, like, how significant that really is, actually, though, is how many people think, one, the Bama game was the national championship, and two, people forget about that national championship because of how much he dominated mm-hmm. Bama. Yeah. Which is saying something. Yeah. Because I don't remember the national championship that well myself. Right. Because of that Bama game was just yeah no and we and, and we comfortably won it I mean it was a game but like Zeke had a big run at the end and everybody knew it was over at that point yeah so it it was a comfortable win it didn't come down to the last play we came in there as the four seed who so many people were saying we shouldn't have been there which is kind of wild with how we ended that season but again mm-hmm. I, I understand the the contest with other. Other teams. It wasn't I think because Baylor your, was in the. It, it wasn't was in the because of your record. It was because of what happened with the quarterback situation. That was more the narrative, not because people didn't think your team was good enough. It was because right. this well, is we were already on our backup. I mean, yeah. Braxton got hurt a week before that season started. Yeah, that was the, the year before he turned into a wide receiver, and we Ohio State still owes Braxton Miller for the sacrifice he made. Yeah, he could have started so many many more problems, but he did. I was going to say honorable mention moment: Virginia Tech spin move. Right. 
Right. Absolutely. That was still gets played to today too, and that that's that stays in the books for sure. Yeah. But no, he got hurt. I mean, he's two time Big Ten quarterback of the year. Yeah. Got hurt before the season started. JT Barrett steps in. We lose to Virginia Tech week one. People thought Ohio State was falling off quick. Came back, won every single game. JT got hurt in that Michigan game. He broke his ankle. We ended up winning the game still. Cardell came in and just had a magical three-game run. Should have went to the draft after that. That's a different discussion. But had a magical three-game run, and, and we won it all. As, again, as the four seed against who everybody and their mother was saying, oh, okay, well, they don't deserve to be there, but they got Bama anyway. They'll take care of it. And they were the one seed that year. Yeah. I'm just saying, man. So, again, I, I, <laughs> long-winded answer, but, yeah, that, that's my third. That's my third. This fourth one here. I'm going just a game as a whole. The World Series, Cubs. So just the whole movement of them winning the World Series. That, but that game. Like that Indians game was great. came yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, great game. this isn't going to actually happen. Holy great shit. Game. Yeah, yeah. That was... They very well could have let it slip. I'm not the biggest Cubs game, fan though. in the world. I don't dislike them. I'm I was, indif- I'm I was, indifferent when I, it comes I'm to the Cubs. I'm indifferent. I'd say yeah. I was happy to see him win it. To yeah, be honest, I hate cool. the Indians. Yeah, that's but cool. I got. I was over the hype pretty the quickly. The Guardians. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me be PC for there a you second. Go. You got to get that right, man. My gotta goodness. Get, no editing. We just finish on this. No wedding. Yeah, I got to go. That I. I uh, man, that was. That was good. Baseball in October is different. I just. You know, you're gonna be surprised at what I pick next. Okay. Okay. You're going to be surprised that I... My last one won't surprise you at all, but... You're going to be surprised that I even brought this up. You are going with Roger Federer. I can't... Yeah. (laughs) I can't remember which year it was, but it was when the Red Sox came back against the Yankees. We were up... 04? Yeah. No, I... Kurt Schilling? Was that the Bloody Sox series? Yeah. I think that was 04. When they... Again, I can't remember that I am... Cheers. But, um, yeah, so I can't remember the year exactly. But, yeah, no, the Red Sox came all the way back against the Yankees, who were up three games. He's the 3-1 to one or 3-0, to oh, whatever. Came back and, and, and knocked us off like that, and eventually I think they won the World Series that year. Yeah. As much as I hate to bring that up, that's history right there. And that's why that. I, that's why I fucking know about it. Like, you know, like that's why. That's he's got why the hat. He's got the yeah, flag. Yeah, no, and that, that's why I – Understand the significance of it. Like, wow, we thought we were walking. Yeah. Um, no, came all the way back, and that—that's one that I hate to bring up. So don't call me bias. <laughs> my my I brought a big one in that doesn't favor me. My final one will not surprise you. It took 15 years. It took five touchdowns out of Jalen Hyatt. It took a knuckleball field goal kick. But we finally fucking beat Alabama. That was on the third wild. Saturday in October. That was wild. In one of the best, I think the best college football game of the year. That was wild. Yeah, that, I'm, that, that to me is my best sports moment of my life. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, as a, as a, as a UT fan, I completely understand that. Um, my phone blew the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I remember, I was texting you that. Yeah, day. yeah. Because that kick did not look promising. No, off, off it was, the foot. A, it was like, a bad no. kick. And hey, I'm all about seeing Bama take L, so I was not against you on that one. Well, I was, and uh, I saw that come off his foot, and I'm like, oh wow, he did it. <laughs> like it 
was it was mixed reactions in like a half a second. It was I was crazy. I was in South Bend in the boxes for the Notre Dame Stanford game, and I'm the, probably the only Tennessee fan that actually is rooting for them because I love them. But everyone was rooting with me because Notre Dame was a night game. They're about to kick off. I'm like, ah, fuck, I don't want to miss kickoff. Right. And then I well, because Bama marched down, they set up the field goal. I'm like, fuck, we lost. Yeah. Missed it, and I'm like, ah, fuck remember, me, it's going yeah. to overtime. No, I remember texting back and, and forth then, in those moments. Yeah. What's crazy to me, I don't know if you've seen this clip, uh, Heupel comes to Hendon Hooker and was like, they just want to knee it out, go to overtime. He's like, no, put the ball in my hands. We're going down. We're going to end this game. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, three plays, field goal, nasty field goal. SEC kickers, just for some reason, are <laughs> mid. Right. But holy shit, that was a game. My number five probably should have been way higher. I just thought of it right now. It was something that I was in attendance for. And not only is it a biased pick of biggest sports moments ever, you could almost argue that it is one of the biggest sports moments in in college football history. I'd say it's got to be Buckeye. The the 2016 double overtime game with Michigan. You were at that game? I was there. Oh, shit. I was there, man. Me and Alex, who lives upstairs and sent the dog down here like a month. I want to beat his ass later. I want to, if you're watching this, I want to beat your ass. <laughs> little, you know, little brother, big brother shit. But anyway, um, no. So I took him, and it was funny because when they were reviewing the JT Barrett first down, which was a first down, yes. please learn what forward progress is. Please, Michigan fans, please understand what forward progress means. It's not where he lands. It's where he got the ball across. Idiots. I 100% I will have that. that conversation every single day of the Me week. Me too. Anyway, so while that was being reviewed, not for, for, not for very long, when Alex thought that he might not have gotten it because they were reviewing it, he got a little afraid, I saw tears come down this, this kid's face. He, at this age, I mean, that, we're talking 2016, that was what, seven years ago. So he was a kid. He was, he's 21 now. So I saw a tear come down his face, and then they called it a first out, and then uh, Curtis Samuel... Walked it right in. Dog moves, yeah. Walked it right in and won the most significant win over Michigan of all time, probably. That game was wild. That, yeah, Double no, overtime. I, I the first time agree. any Michigan or Ohio State game has gone to an overtime, and it went to two of them. I'll say that. No, I, I agree with you. That, that's a transcendent moment in college football history. I was there. I was there. And here's the thing I paid uh, like 800 a. Uh, seven eight hundred a ticket because I, I bought it later than I wanted to. Seven to eight hundred a ticket for not great seats. I mean, we were in the corner, so we saw the whole field, but you know, we were ants probably. <laughs> if they looked up, they <laughs> they couldn't identify shit. We were blending in, you know. We were with the crowd, crowd, and it didn't matter. We all rushed the field after. Did you get down the field? Oh yeah. Oh, I got down to the field. Shit. It took a while. Yeah. It took a while, but I got That's down so to the field. Cool. We so all ran. We cool. all ran the streets. Like I was calling all the Michigan fans I knew, drunk as hell, high <laughs> off of life, going crazy, and just giving them That's business. Sweet. And they, oh, JT, they were the first. I will debate that all day. We can watch the tape. Like we can sit here and watch it, and you can watch what forward progress means, and I can teach you about football and you know whatever. But it, wow, like so that was the bit that should have been higher than my five. 
Damn. I can think of a couple right now. I put it Shit. higher than, but you I just remembered me, it. That's, you so that's got how me it goes. To watch that game tonight. Dude, I've been on a watch kick of that watching game, games man. lately. Like it looked like we were going to lose. I thought my couple grand investment for that weekend was going to just <laughs> not matter because we lost, and it, it was not looking good. Worth every and then penny. Will Spate threw a pick six, and it was it was all of our game from there. And it, you know they. they Michigan fans still talk about that loss, man. They still talk about that. Like, oh, JT, but we can have that conversation. You shouldn't have turned the ball over, what, three times that game. You Thanks. did it. You did it. You let us back in, and we're too good for you to give that many opportunities. We won. But, no, it was a great game. I tip my hat to them because it was, again, it was double game. overtime. Yeah. It was a great game. But don't, don't, don't deny it. No. I, I'd be mad too, but don't get to saying stuff. No, no that – that was, yeah, that's my number five. Should have been higher, but that's a hell of a memory, and it's cooler yeah, that I was went there. Went down memory lane right there. Absolutely, that, that man. Oh, my God. I was, still in, <laughs> I was still going to Western. I was still in college. Shit. Yeah, man. Like that, yeah, that's the, probably the best game I'll oh. ever go to, and I've been to some great games. You did take like 15 years to go to college, but <laughs> that's beside the point. All in all. Hey, man, the life of a college athlete who had to figure something else out. You know what I mean? <laughs> we'll, we'll probably dive into the ESPYs at a later point. Did want to make this note just because uh, I don't remember exactly what award they won. The Bills staff, the medical staff won some huge award for the DeMar Hamlin stuff, which as they That's should good. have. That's good. No. As they should That's have. That's good. That's and good. And then I don't know, a little funnier, lighter side to that. I sent him this last night. Uh, DeMar Hamlin returned to practice for Michael Thomas. Yeah. Dude died on the field that's in his act a, before a toe injury. That's a, that's a tough look. Mike Thomas is, is my guy. Don't get me wrong. And a lot of people disrespect his game, and I'll, ne I'm, I'll never truly understand. Because he doesn't play. No, no, you can definitely throw that at him. I'm not defending that I know part. the slant narrative, but. Which is, come on. Let, let, let's be real. Like, when he had, you know, he, it's he not was his even, only thing. He was producing with Teddy it, Two Gloves, it, too. It, it, like, it's not like it was Teddy just. I'm not, but I'm just saying, everyone's like, oh, yeah, Drew Brees. So, no, no, no. He was still putting up 100 yard games with Teddy Two Gloves. Fair. All that, you know, so don't give me that he's only <laughs> running slants and stop, please. Please. <laughs> it's a fun narrative. It's funny. I laugh at it sometimes, too. But Mike Thomas is, is really a really good receiver. Is, I mean, let, let's be real. He just don't but play. It is unfortunate as fuck that the last two seasons he's missed because of turf toe. And I understand the significance of the injury. DeMar Hamlin died! That's what I'm saying, you know? <laughs> and then, you know, there, there was a... There's players that have been shot and recovered faster yeah. than your toe. Many, man. Like, damn, man. <laughs> right, no, that was cool. Cool moment. Yeah. Um, but no, man, yeah. Mike Thomas, please come back. Ball out this year and just Shut remind the everybody. Up. Yeah, your uncle's Keyshawn Johnson, man. Really? Yeah, did you know? You didn't know that? No. Keyshawn Johnson is Michael Thomas's uncle. Holy shit! Learn something new every day. Blood uncle too. Not not Damn. some by marriage stuff. Yeah. Yep. So that's what I'm Talented saying, man. He, he's got it in his blood. You know, he didn't run up stupid numbers at Ohio State. He was a very solid receiver there. But when he got to the NFL and broke the receptions record, and you know he's he's proven himself, he'll get back to it. But please stop letting that toe be the reason that you're not playing, man. I hope it's healthy. I hope we're good but to go. Do what you got to do, please, please. No, this is uh, we got through. I think this is the first episode we actually got through everything on our list. We did. We I didn't mean, have any technical ace difficulties. Ace got let down. We did so have an ace problem. Moment, you know what I so, mean? So, but, but all in all, probably our best produced one. Hopefully. We'll see if I can figure it out. As long as I was heard loud and clear, then that's all the improvement that we need. I hadn't expected that. But <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you all next week. As always, cheers.